The question is, in today's day and age, how do you protect yourself, your family, and your community more effectively? Well, my name is Craig Gray, and today on the Peace Walker podcast, we're going to answer those questions and a whole bunch more. You're going to learn the power of protection, the art of influence, and the confidence of clarity as you build a protector's lifestyle to live, to protect, and to inspire at a whole new level. Hello there. As you know, this is Craig Gray, and you are on the Peace Walker Podcast. Today's episode, which is episode number 20, is We Will Forget. So we're in the midst of this newest election, and hopefully by the time you're listening to this, the results will be in and they'll have tallied everything and but who knows um it, it seems to be a big circus with uh who's going to win this and people taking people to court to make sure the ballots were counted correctly and so forth and so on but i don't know who you voted for and it really doesn't matter who i voted for in the big picture We just have a tendency to forget, meaning um, no matter who wins, what are you going to do after that? Whether your candidate loses or your candidate wins, I don't know about you, but I'm going to go back to work. I'm going to try to do my best to be happy, live my life, love other people, protect the things that matter most, and the same thing. No matter if my candidate wins or loses, I'm going to do the same thing the next day. Now, I'm not saying that elections aren't important or standing up and voting and fighting for what you feel is right. I think that's definitely important. But you also have to realize that you can only do so much. You can live your life by being controlled by external forces all the time meaning you know if you get your way in this then you're happy and if you don't get your way then you're upset and it's a really shitty way to live you have to change what you can understand the limitations and then do your best and let it go And live your life. And realize that we forget. We forget about the past. We forget about the good and the bad and so forth. And we start to create new stories for ourselves in our heads after time. It's probably good. But we forget that this isn't the first election. We forget that. We have been always polarized in this country. Back in the beginning, we had loyalists and patriots. People who wanted to stay with Britain and people who wanted to break off on our own to make this new country. After that, we had federalists and anti-federalists. People who wanted to have a strong centralized government and then people who wanted to have strong state governments. 
And then we had the Confederacy and the Union, right? You had the Confederates who wanted to break away so they could retain slavery and their economics and their society the way it was. And you had the Union who wanted to keep the country together and abolish slavery. You had Democrats and Republicans, right? And the divide thereof. You can go on and on and on. We are and have been divided forever. And that's not going to end, right? Moving into the future, it seems like our division between Democrats and Republicans of liberals and conservatives is, I think, as great as it ever has been. However, don't think that it's something new because we forget. Just like I remember back in 2008 when Barack Obama was elected. Previous to Barack, everyone was saying, hey, in order to, you know, um, kind of quell these race tensions and police and the economy and health care, hey, if, if this Barack Obama candidate gets elected, it's going to take care of all those things, right? Because he's a black, black man, the first black president. So that now the, the black community has someone that they can look up to and a leader, not just any leader, but arguably the top leader or most powerful leader in the free world, the president of the United States. However, having a African-American leader didn't really help with our race tensions. And actually things got arguably worse as time went on. He tried to implement a system of health care, Obamacare, that didn't seem to help really as much as everyone was hoping. It didn't solve the problems. We're still arguing about it. We're still, there's still people who don't have adequate health care, who can't afford it. There's businesses that are struggling because of it. The economic situation where, granted, Barack came in in a really precarious time in the United States history. But, you know, I personally lost everything at that in 2008. I had a, I had a development company with a, a building development company and I lost everything. I lost my entire savings. I lost my entire retirement at the time. I lost all my business holdings with the um, development company pretty much everything except for my furniture and my car. <laughs> but I rebuilt, and it is what it is, and it was a good lesson. My point is, and I'm not trying to be down on Brock either. I voted for him the first time around, not the second, but the first time around. Um, I think everybody wanted change, and he seemed like he'd fit the bill. And I know many of you out there like him or don't like him or whatever, and I'm not, this isn't 
a podcast about Barack Obama. It's about that we forget, right? Like the if you are a Democrat now, a lot of the things that that they're saying only if only. Right. If only we had this, if only we had that. Same thing with the conservatives, right? With the Republicans. If only. If only we had this or if only we had that. But all, we often forget that there are times where you did have it all and things didn't change as much as you thought they would. So w- with whoever wins this election, maybe, maybe you'll know at this point in time, maybe we all will once this podcast comes out because it's a couple weeks in advance but you know whoever wins some things are going to change and some things well let me rephrase some things are going to change many things are going to stay pretty much the same you might pay a little bit more taxes or a little bit less taxes if you're an individual or a business maybe a lot more taxes or a lot less taxes in some cases but overall our lives for the most part aren't going to change that much and you may push back on me on that, and that's fine. You can. You know, I'm 50 years old, and I've seen a lot of presidents come and go. I voted for a lot of presidents, from Republicans to Democrats to Independents. And overall, my life has not changed that substantially. Now, at some point, will there be huge changes? Yeah. And it depends on what you think huge changes are. Um, at some point in time, I'm, I'm sure there'll be some very dramatic changes at some point. Historically, there always is going to be at some point. But my guess is it's not going to be that at this point. But I could be wrong. We could definitely slide into some very, very deeply set and ongoing changes. Not to say there haven't been some short-term changes, Right. If you've been around like I have the past nine months in the United States and the world, I suppose, with the COVID virus happening, and then in the United States we had the the riots via Black Lives Matter movement, and obviously all the tension with the election and um, everything from online with deplatforming people and uh, restrictions of our First Amendment rights and so forth. Uh, there have been pretty sub- some pretty substantial changes, but overall, at the end of the day, chop wood, carry water, so to speak. You go back to work, you do what you can, you pay your taxes, you move on. What can you change? What are you going to fight for? That's the bigger question, I think, in the moment. Can you live your life? Because whoever wins, some things are going to change, many things are going to stay the same, some things are going to improve, some things are going to get worse. Things will continue on and life will go on. So be careful when you get what you want because it doesn't last. And don't despair too much if you don't get things that you want, because that too will change. As time goes on, details get fuzzy, the stories change, the memories fade. The narrative is cast and recast in a light that suits the narrator at the time. It suits their own purposes, their own needs, and our memory 
changes. Just like with what's happening now regarding the viewpoint of, let's say, Christopher Columbus and how much of a son of a bitch he was. He was. There's no question. You know, by modern standards, he was a, he was a bastard. However, we can't throw the baby out with the bathwater, and we also have to look at him through historical eyes. At that point in time, that was kind of the baseline for people, especially any type of people in power. That's how societies treated one another. That's how conquerors did what they did. They conquered, and they weren't very nice. But it's not like he was any different historically than anybody else. However, the narrative now, you know, is looking at this man throwing away the good that he did by seeing and viewing him through modern eyes. Now, I'm not condoning the shit that he did. I'm not condoning how he treated people and what he stood for and so forth when it comes to like slavery and and the rape and the murders and all this. But can you find it within yourself to see the good beyond the bad and view him and people like him through the eyes, not of modern society, but of his time. Just like our founding fathers, right? You've probably heard this many times before, but George Washington and Thomas Jefferson and you know all many of their founding fathers owned slaves. But yet they said all men are created equal, right? Life, liberty, pursuit, happiness. For who? Well, for a select few at that point in time. Women couldn't vote until, what, the 1920s. It's crazy if you think about it. But I think the, if you want to say divinity, not that I'm religious, but, but the inspiration and the divine comes through these flawed individuals with, if you want to say, universal truths, just like the Constitution has a lot of universal truths to it, although it came from flawed people. But least we forget. So this too shall pass. What's going on now? How it's going to pass and what's going to happen? I don't know. It could be extreme. The, the more, the larger the change, the more change, the deeper the changes, the more the conflict. If it's a really abrupt and massive change, there's going to be a tremendous amount of conflict. So be prepared for it, right? But also be prepared to do the best that you can and then live your life. Because win, lose, or draw, as the Holocaust survivor Viktor Frankl said, everything can be taken from a man but one thing and the last of the human freedoms is to choose your attitude in any given set of circumstances to choose one's own way and meaning do the best that you can do know that sometimes things aren't going to work out the way you you want them to and sometimes they are but either way, change is going to happen. And your biggest freedom and your largest power 
is to be able to choose your attitude within the circumstance, whether or not it happened the way you wanted it to. So do the best you can, let the rest go, and continue to live your life. Don't let everything else around you dictate your attitude on things and your emotional state. Right? You have to choose what your life is going to be like. What you're going to choose to protect. And at what cost... And really, make sure you don't forget that, that you have the choice. So there you go. There's your tip, trick, and tactic of the day. Understanding and realizing that we tend to forget and that we have a choice in every moment to fight for the right things. So there you go. I'll see you next time around, gang. Take care. One last thing before I go. If you'd like to follow me on my journey of being a peace walker, living a protector's lifestyle, and basically how I've learned over the years to protect myself and have other people's backs and live a safer, more powerful, confident life, then go to peacewalkersubscribe.com and register for my almost daily email. And in doing that, you're also going to get a free street smart survival guide. And that is a guidebook that I wrote. It's 37 pages long and it will give you the most common street scenarios, types of attacks and threats that you find out, hopefully not, but (laughs) that you could run across out in everyday life in the street and a simple defense to them. So it's a good way of starting this journey of being a protector and a peace walker and living the lifestyle, living the lifestyle of a protector. So there you have it, peacewalkersubscribe.com. And you can join me in my journey or I'll shoot an email right to your inbox a few times a week, giving you tips, tricks, and tactics and fun little stories, fun little adventures. (laughs) All right, gang, thanks so much. We'll see you next time and keep going. The question is, in today's day and age, how do you protect yourself, your family, and your community more effectively? Well, my name is Craig Gray, and today on the Peace Walker podcast, we're gonna answer those questions and a whole bunch more. You're gonna learn the power of protection the art of influence, and the confidence of clarity as you build a protector's lifestyle to live, to protect, and to inspire at a whole new level.